Welcome to another episode of Mission Connect, a podcast brought to you by Passion to Reach Ministries, designed to equip you to connect with God's mission for your life. I'm Emily James, your host, and here with co-host Passion to Reach Ministries, president and founder, Fanu Ipe. Hi, Pastor Fanu. Hey, Emily. I'm excited to be on another podcast of Mission Connect. Yeah, this is a reminder to all of our listeners that the purpose of this podcast is to connect you with the mission of God for your life and to equip them to connect others to their mission with God. So, Pastor Fanu, what is a piece of advice that you would give uh, to our listeners up front about connecting to their purpose? You know, one of the things I think that's so significant, Emily, uh, when it comes to connecting with God's purpose is the, the idea that God has purpose. See, you know, we live in a world today that talks about evolution and the whole thing about science and how really, I mean, if you really look at what is being taught in our school systems nowadays, it's, it's really talking about the fact that we're just a bunch of cells that have come together that seem to somehow form, um, you know, a, a higher life form. And, and mm. over millions of years, uh, we've sort of adapted multiple times or I guess hundreds, maybe thousands of times to become human beings, the top of the food chain. And so if you really go with that, sort of thinking, then obviously if all I am is a bunch of cells that have come together, there's no value to my life. There's no purpose because purpose can only happen when there's a design to the person being created or the object or the product being created. So purpose implies that there's a designer. And so we live in a world today where, you know, people are not really thinking that way. People are just Mm -hmm. thinking, well, you know what, if I if I go this path of living this lifestyle, even though it's not great, or even if I if it affects my health or if I don't make the right decisions, I mean you know what, I'm just here for now. I mean, there's no real future. There's no real eternity. And I think uh, connecting with God's purpose is all about understanding, number one, God made you for a purpose. You are here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if God designed you, if God brought you into the world, it's because he had a purpose. Because God doesn't do anything without purpose. I think when we understand that, it helps us to say, okay, you know what, I've got to look into the mirror. I got to look at my life. I got to look at who I am and say, God, what is your purpose for my life? That's good. You know, we have our guest speaker here today, and he is somebody who was just going about life, and it wasn't a very glorious life. It wasn't a very, uh, you know, healthy life. And God met him and showed him his purpose, that he had a purpose, that even in the midst of what he was going through, he had a purpose as well. You know, Emily, what I love about having guests on the program is the fact that you get to hear so many different Mm storylines. You know, one of the things that I love about God is the the concept context of the story doesn't really matter because the moment God intervenes there's always a redemptive portion of that story then there's always a transformative experience no matter where the person was born what the circumstance was like what their family situation was like the moment Jesus enters the picture there's this constant consistent trajectory this change that a person begins to move up and to the right if you will if you think of a graph up and to the right uh, and their life begins to progress in the way that God wanted them so I'm really excited about our guest today because, yeah, you're right. He's got an incredible testimony and uh, it's amazing to see what God is doing in his life today. You know, in our first episode, we were actually talking about, you know, what is a missional person? And we had talked about that. What The first point was they're a sinner in need of salvation. And this person is a, a fairly recent believer. Actually, he recently came to know the Lord and he was someone who was living a life that needed salvation. And it was, and from that, 
now he's progressed. He's a year later and he's in Bible college. And I think that's what you're talking about is that there's that moment of transformation in your life and then you can connect to the purpose that God has for you. And that's exactly what our guest today has done. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, every one of us needs salvation. It's just that from a human perspective, some people seem to have gone in a path that seems so impossible. And yet to God, it's all possible. And so uh, it's just incredible to see what God's done. And actually, uh, Emily, I can't stand the suspense. So I think you should bring him on right now. Yes, let's welcome Jason Chatterton to the show. Welcome, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, It's an honor to be here, Pastor. It's an honor to be here, Emily. Thank you for having me. Um, We're excited to have you. I mean, it's just great uh, to see you here and uh, all that God's doing in your life, Jason. And, uh, you know, we really want to first get a sense of where, you know, you're coming from. We don't really want to dwell on a lot of the past uh, today on the program, but uh, we do want to give our listeners um, a context of, you know, sure, God's doing some great things in your life today, but who was this person, Jason Chatterton, and where did he come from, and what were some of the challenges that you faced growing up and the context that you grew up in? Um, So, me, my past life, like not who I am now, obviously, but who I was, um, well, I mean, let's just start more in my adult years where, you know, I had flunked out of high school. I had uh, I had no real vision of what I wanted to do. I just hung around a lot of people who did nothing but just get high and, and get drunk and just party. And that's, you know, I ended up pretty much in a pretty rough spot in my life, working on a carnival for years, working, sleeping on couch to couch and just, you know, living at a pretty low pace in life with no purpose, no vision, just this is what life is. This is how life goes. And, you know, let's just get drunk and forget about it. And that's kind of where I was. Yeah. Were there things that sort of contributed to that? The the, the fact that you were, you know, going from couch to couch and didn't have a, a great paying job or a career path to life. I, I know you mentioned alcohol. Was it, were there contributing factors to your life being in that state? Um, I would say a lot to do was uh, some pretty heavy drug use uh, was pretty bad, eminent, very eminent early on in my life. Um, it had actually driven me to the point of insanity more than once where I had ended up in a psychiatric ward a couple of times um, due to a nervous breakdown from just all of the drugs that I have taken. And it just, it really just, it weighed such a heavy factor in my mind. You know, they diagnosed me with a few different terms, this and that, but you know, um, it's nothing that God can't take care of. And this is something I learned uh, in the future or yeah, in the present absolutely. now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, now we're not talking here of uh, these habits or this lifestyle. Mm. Uh, It wasn't, we're not talking days or weeks or months, right? We're talking years. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So was there a point where you sort of felt that, you know what, this is just going to be the rest of my life probably? Uh, Oh yeah, that that had hit quite a bit. It wasn't up until about a couple of years ago where something just really kicked me and said, is this it? This, you know, no, there's got to be more. And it kind of sent me on that search. So at what point, bring us into that place then where, you know, you're living this life and all of a sudden, you know, you've kind of got comfortable where you are using drugs, alcohol to, I guess, in a way, dampen certain things. And then what brought, you were telling us earlier, actually, some uh, key points in your life where you met the love of Christ. So can you bring us through that? One of the, the very first key point where like, you know, aside from earlier in life where I had uh, like maybe like heard of Christ, I knew of Christ, but I didn't know about Christ. And so I was working at a factory with a young man and uh, we worked together for maybe two weeks at this point. And uh, 
I, I had been late for work a couple of days and he looked at me and he says, uh, you know, I've got a couch you can stay on from Monday to Friday, you know, just while we're working. And I was like, okay, wow, that's cool. And then, you know, I remember I woke up probably like a couple mornings later. I said, man, I'm a complete stranger. You don't even know me from a hole in the ground. What, what really made you want to like offer me your house? Like give me a place to stay. What give you that trust? And he just looked me dead in the eyes and he says, that's what Jesus would do. That's the love of Jesus Christ. And Wow, so your first real connection was through someone else, through someone else showing the love of Christ. Absolutely. I mean, I would today I would call him my Andrew. Back then I was pretty ignorant to that, that phrase, but I would call him my Andrew, yeah. And, and really what Jason is saying there, Emily, is the idea that Andrew brought Peter, his brother, to Jesus when he right. found out about the Lord. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Was there another moment then as well that... That contributed another moment of transition. Uh, another moment of transition, and yeah, uh, it's still quite prior to coming to the Lord. Um, I had been woken out of a dream, um, just by this voice that said "change," and I went and spoke to the man who had later on become my full-time roommate. I actually moved in with him and started paying him rent and stuff. And uh, I woke him up out of his sleep and said, "Man, like I need to change." And he says, what do you mean? You know, why, what do you mean you got to change? And I said, I, something just woke me out of a dream. And as a biblically sound man, he looked at me and he says, I don't want to alarm you, but throughout scripture, God spoke to people through dreams. And that may have been God speaking to you. Wow. So there was a person that showed you God's love through uh, literally offering his home to you Monday to Friday with no, I guess, requirement to pay rent, etc. at that point. Yeah. Um, secondly, a dream, so a supernatural experience that mm-hmm. God intervened in. And was there another point? I think there was a third point that you had mentioned as well. So the, the third point was, um, well, the dream had occurred again. And then recently, or like literally just right after that, I had been going by uh, a church and I ended up just, you know, a voice told me to go into that church. You know, God, spoke to me and said, you need to go there. That's where the answers are. And that day I had actually watched several people get baptized. And as they got baptized, something in my heart literally just changed. And I knew right there that this is what I wanted. Wow. You know, those are some key points where God can just meet us in any place that we're at. And, and you know, it goes back to what we're talking about in purpose and going, you know, Jason had a different idea of where his life was going. And then God captivated his heart and set him on a path with a purpose. And so, Jason, bring us through that now. You're currently right now in Bible school. What are you studying? Yes, uh, currently I'm studying a bachelor's degree in theology at Canada Christian College. And so at what point did you discover, okay, this is now where I'm going. So you've become a new believer. And this is only a year ago, correct, that you yeah, came to know the Lord? Yeah, I haven't even been baptized for one year. I, I've, I've known the Lord for about a year. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been an incredible year. And so then what happened in that transition phase where now you've come to know the Lord and you're beginning to discover uh, His purpose for your life? So what brought you to go start going to Bible school? Why did you want to pursue that? Um, I just believe that he really put it on my heart to help others uh, by sharing the gospel and what it's done for my life and what it can do for their lives and no matter what situation they're in with their life. Had you started sharing the gospel with anyone I, that caused you to start thinking about that? I had, yeah, I had. I shared with a young man and, um, you know, it. he was just so grateful. He actually made some really good choices afterwards. And as I walked away from the situation, I felt the Holy Spirit really just come down on me and said, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. 
So you, you so that was like the moment that you connected with God's mission for your life. Absolutely. And absolutely. and how did how did your past relate to that? Like did you feel that that people that what you'd been through was sort of in some way helpful in speaking to that young man for instance? Absolutely. I mean the young man's decision was on um you know he was worrying about wanted to know should he do these drugs and should he do this and that and I just kind of spoke to him about my past and where I had come from with all the drugs and then what God's love can really do to a person to change them from being broken and make them whole. Wow, that's incredible. So now you're in Bible college, and so I, what I, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying the reason you're in Bible school is because you look at your past and you're saying, wait a minute, I can actually take what I've been through and I can now uh, use that to influence others, uh, maybe even others who are going through what I went through, to inspire them to connect to God's plan for their life. Am I understanding that right? Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. That's, um, I mean... The reason I'm going to Bible school, just to sum it up very shortly, is that, yes, through my experience and my and everything, you know, now that I'm going to get the proper education to be able to share the gospel even more effectively with people and just to do it, honestly, for the rest of my life, because I feel that's what God has really put on my heart. You know, Jason, you shared with us about some key points uh, that really... Um, you know, if you could look back and and speak to uh, uh, yourself or even the people that are listening about how to uh, connect to God's purpose or things that you would say to your previous self, what were those three things that you shared with us? Um, well, the very first one um, is I would tell my past self, I would say, God loves you. He doesn't hate you. And, um, you know, the second one, I would have to say is... Well, you know what? Hold on, Jason. Just for a second. I just want to jump in there. You're saying God loves you and doesn't hate you. You really... I mean, I, you know, sometimes maybe it's because I, I'm in the gospel. I share mm-hmm. the gospel. I'm always talking about God. Tell me a little bit about what your understanding of God's love was back then. Did you not think God loved you back then? Well, no. I had, And, and this is just it. Is I had grew up in a society where it wasn't... God loves you and he has plans, it was God's going to punish you because you're not listening to him. And that really just, Mm. uh, it allows your heart to grow hard and really just have a sense of rebellion through your whole life. Yeah, you know, I think this is a great point, Emily, even. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't connect with the mission of God because they don't connect with God. And depending on how you were raised by your father, the experiences you had growing up with an authority figure in your life, you you begin to look at God, uh, you know, connected to that person or how that person treated you. And so if they were harsh with you, if they were um, really, you know, I guess in some ways um, not compassionate and not understanding and you were punished a lot, right, for, you know, what you did and how you, with the decisions you made, I suppose you would look at God that way. And so forget the mission Mm -hmm. of God. You don't even want to connect with God. Yeah. And I think, you know, that goes to the point of understanding that our words and how we are, what we say to people uh, can really affect whether they do connect with the mission you know there's uh, if i'm understanding you correct people specifically said things like that that god is angry with you and that he does he, you know he's going to judge you for what you're doing and 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 not living right is that correct it was definitely a general overview i had you know i i had heard that's the way i had understood it from the general population from media from people from okay, everything okay wonderful and what was the so that was the number one thing 
you would share with yourself, your past self, is God loves you and he doesn't hate you, he doesn't angry at you, he doesn't want to punish you. Mm-hmm. What's the second thing that you would say to yourself? The second thing I would say is not only does he love you, but he has a purpose for your life. He has a plan. There's a reason that you're here. You're not just some walking piece of meat just walking through the earth with no purpose. There's a reason. And, and I believe that would have furthered on to say stay in school, stay focused on your goals, like make goals. Even. So you you almost you're almost saying that you sort of gave up on certain things in your life because you didn't really think there was a master plan behind it. So it didn't really matter if you stuck with it or not uh, because you know there was there was really nothing there wasn't a, a grand scheme if you will for your for your life. Well, absolutely. I mean, if you're going through life thinking that you're just a floating bag of meat just walking around, I mean, you're you're not gonna need to set goals, see, need to see a purpose. I mean, at that point, you're really just gonna be. Uh, walking around aimlessly just thinking this is it then I die and then there's no more there's no thought of eternity so Emily I think this is another great point about connecting with God's mission Mm -hmm. is a lot of times people may connect once or they make they may make some sort of a momentary decision and connection but they don't stick with things because they're not able to see that God has a master plan throughout uh, you know your life no matter you know you may go through a rough season you may go through a valley experience and I think a lot of people give up at that moment because they're like you know what's the point of continuing if this is what life is going to look like or if this is how I struggle uh, you know Jason talked about school there are a lot of people that go to school and they're not doing well now I guess God, God's plan for them is if they stick with that, God's going to bring them through. That's God, God's going to give them success. But a lot of times they're like, you know what? I'm just going to bail. I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave this. I'm not going to stick with this because I don't see the plan. Yeah, you know what? Ha- for me, uh, you know, after I came to know the Lord, and there was moments where I had those feelings where I wanted to give up. And you know what I always did is I went back to that moment of salvation, that moment where God met me in the midst of my pain, my hurt, my guilt, my mm-hmm. shame, and He He pulled me out of that. He, you know, God's always there for us. He always desires a relationship with us and he's ready when we're when we respond. And so, you know, I always bring myself back to that moment and and in in times where I feel discouraged going, God, you've taken me through before, you will take me through again. Mm. And I think understanding that in the midst of understanding our purpose and our call, we need to remember that in, in those moments of going, God, you will always bring me through. And you know, I just want to speak to those of you who are listening right now. I want you to know, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are right now, uh, I know there's been times in my life, Emily and Jason, that I thought to myself, you know what, God's left me, God's not with yeah. me, because things are not working out the way I envisioned it, right? But today when I look back, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I look back and I say, thank God I didn't bail on him. Thank God I didn't give up because God was with me. God was working it out. It was just not the way I thought he would work it out. And it was probably not the time that I thought he would work it out. But ultimately he wanted to do what he wanted to do and he was doing it. I just couldn't see it in that moment. So Jason, just to recap, number one, you've said that uh, you would say to yourself, God loves you. God mm-hmm. is not angry with you. doesn't want to punish you, right? Number two, you say that God, you would say to yourself, God has a plan for for your life and that you need to stick with the things that you're doing and sort of, you know, not give up, not bail on yourself and your future and your destiny. Mm-hmm. What's the third thing, Jason, that you would say to yourself? Uh, the third thing I would say is not to be so selfish, but to focus life more on helping others, you know, rather than just helping yourself. 
So explain that a little bit. What does that mean? What does that look like in a practical sense? In a practical sense, you know, going out of your way to help people know the love of God, to help people know about number one and number two, about, you know, the purpose and the fact that God loves them, that he's not mad at them, that there is an eternal plan for their life. You know, it's interesting when you were sharing your first story, that first moment that God, you you encountered the love of Christ was through the person that you were working with. And, you know, he met Jason's practical needs. It wasn't, you know, he it wasn't this big... Um, you know, moment of for for the man, he was just opening his home because Jason needed a place to stay. He was giving him a job because he needed some work. He met the practical needs of Jason, and you know, I think that's important as we as we begin mm. to understand that our life is to serve and to bless others. A lot of times, it starts in the practical every day, and that's how we can begin to. Um, open up the door to be able to to speak to them and share the gospel with them. Absolutely. I think I think that's actually a great point because in fact if you got if you think about it guys the, the truth is you can't even connect with the mission of God if you're not willing to look at other people because the whole part I mean the whole idea of God's mission is people right the Bible says in John 3:16 for God so loved the world I mean so God himself gave his son because he loved people he loved mm-hmm. others and so you can't really connect with God's mission in fact let me tell you something if you're a selfish person you're probably not going to fulfill God's mission for your life because God's mission will always lead you outside of yourself yeah, now will us. that in the process of helping others will it fulfill the callings and the ambition and the dreams that God has for your life absolutely it's like joseph you know you look in the bible god takes joseph from uh, canaan and he's you know a favored son but he takes him from there and he moves to egypt he ends up becoming a slave and at his lowest he was a prisoner from there god takes joseph to become prime minister now we know that the reason he became prime minister was that god could save the whole israel the, the whole nation of israel from famine but here's the reality in the process of saving the nation he became prime minister right. he fulfilled the call and the dream that God had given him when he was a young man still living with his father in Canaan. So the idea is not that God will not fulfill your dreams and that your dreams will not come to pass. The idea is when you follow God and you serve people, in the process of serving people, you will come to the fullness of your calling in God. In fact, uh, I'm going a little bit of a tangent here, but going back to Joseph there, if you remember when Joseph was in prison, Jason, I'm I'm sure you know the story, when he was in prison, Mm -hmm. the Bible tells us there were two people there who had dreams and Mm -hmm. what had happened was Joseph even though he was in prison even though he was in a rough patch in his life he was still operating in the calling of God for his life and he was serving others because the Bible says when they had the dream they looked worried and Joseph goes to them and says hey you look worried how can I help you and they say well you know you can't really help us because you know we've had dreams and Joseph says no no I can help you because I can interpret dreams now it's one of those people whose dreams that Joseph interpreted that goes ends up going back to Pharaoh's palace and two years later Pharaoh has a dream and this person remembers about Joseph and says, Pharaoh, I got to tell you about this guy who when I was in prison served me. Right. He helped me. He, he cared about me. And so because Joseph did that, Pharaoh says, oh, really? Well, bring him up. Let's see if he can interpret my dream. And that was the key to Joseph's uh, connecting with his destiny. And so I think that's a great point, Jason. I mean, when you begin to serve others, God begins to move you through all these different channels into the place of your destiny and your calling. Yeah, Jason, do you have a story or something that you can share in terms of, you know, 
more recently that you've began, even maybe in Bible college where you began to, um, when you have that perspective of living for others and how you've been living that out, uh, going to school or even serving in ministry as you are? Um, I mean, yeah, I've just basically been serving in ministry. I've been trying to disciple even to some old friends, um, you know, letting them know. But I've, I've had friends recently telling me, um, you know, a, a lady who had just recently texted me that I knew from the past, and she just says, hey, can you pray for me? And I said, well, I definitely can. And then I just went on to talk to her, and she said, you know, it seems to be working for you, so I'm sure it can work for me. And I've been really working with her. I work with a few others at the same time, even some young men in the church, um, just to help them stay in touch with God and with His Word and just the mission for their life. And again, you know, this brings us back to this. It started with that man in the factory that you were working with. Uh, uh, you know, even the the pastor and the leader who led you to the Lord. Mm. And now you are doing that with others and how, how that you know, when we respond to the mission um, of God in our lives, it's, it's this ripple effect that just transforms the lives. We don't even necessarily know all the people that have been transformed because of what we've done and how we've encountered God. You know, I think this has been a great conversation, Emily. And, uh, you know, Jason, we're so thankful for your life and all that God's done for you and in you and through you and all that he is going to do in the days and the months and the years ahead. I mm -hmm. think obviously we recognize this, that this is just the beginning of your story and your journey and where God is taking you and what God's going to do through your life. And so we're just so thankful that you came on the program today uh, and uh, that you've shared your story, which we know is an encouragement and hopefully will be an inspiration mm -hmm. to many people that are listening to this podcast today. So thank you so much, Jason, for being on the program today. We appreciate you being yes, here so thank much. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor. Thank you, Emily, guys. It's, uh, yeah, it's been an honor and a pleasure to share my story. And I just hope that some listeners really get some good stuff out of it. Awesome. Emily, so in wrapping up, you know, I think Jason's story is incredible. It and is, I think Jason's yeah. story is really what the gospel story is all about. God finding, as you said earlier, people that are sinners, people that are living in sin, people who really don't have a context. It's mm -hmm. not their fault. It's just that, you know, if, listening to Jason, I got the sense that no one really took the time in his youth to really share God's love with them and right. share the gospel with them. And so it, it's really about recognizing that you're a sinner encountering Jesus mm -hmm. and then being so grateful for what he's done for you that you want to now share with others. Yeah, you know, when I was talking to Jason earlier, he described himself as a man with a burning passion to share the gospel and change lives. And, you know, that's what it's about. That's the description that he gives himself. And, and that's where... God can use that burning passion to share the gospel. And, and that's what this is about, that we take what God has done in our life, that transformative power, and we use it to, to speak into the lives of others, to share our testimony. And that's exactly what Jason's been doing. Yeah, and I think also the fact that he's been pursuing, you know, he's in Bible college now, mm -hmm. and he's taking steps to actually make a difference. He's actually moving his life forward. And, you know, if you're listening right now on this podcast, I want to encourage you, uh, wherever you're at, take the next step. Yeah. You may not be able to take the next 10 steps. Maybe you can't even see the next 10 steps. But, you know, take the next step that's in front of you. Uh, mm -hmm. And as you put one foot forward uh, in front of the other, God will slowly start to lead you, open doors for you, guide you. And remember what Jason said, always keep others first. Always 
Find a way to serve somebody else. And as you do that, and as you make a difference, that's where God's going to direct you and show you what he has for you. And uh, going back to what I said in the beginning or, um, of this podcast, Emily, you know, just serve a few people. Just serve, you know, it doesn't matter how yeah. many people you serve, just serve a few. And the more you start to serve, God begins to expand your reach and expand your boundaries. Yeah, and you know, it's Jason, again, he's been saved for a year. And it's it's understanding that, you know, it doesn't necessarily, it's not going to necessarily take years to, God can quicken those moments, right? And, and he's had years of living in, in sin and in his past, and it's taken a year for him to be in the place of Bible college. So God is is ready to just be, begin to move people out into that and to understand that, you know, as soon as you start taking those steps, God progresses you and God moves you forward and he just continues in that. So, you know what? Listen, I want to just encourage all of you uh, today to connect with God's mission for your life and find others that you can help connect uh, with their mission that God has for their lives as well. Remember, here at Passion to Reach Ministries, we're always here to help uh, counsel, direct, train, teach, mm -hmm. and mentor you as you discover God's plan for your life. So you can always reach out to us on our website, www.passiontoreach.com, or you can email us at info at passiontoreach.com. You can also find us on our social media channels on Facebook and Twitter. So hopefully you'll connect with us. We'd love to get questions from you. We love hearing from all of you. Thank you for those of you who've already been mm -hmm. emailing and calling and texting. We really appreciate it and uh, look forward to an incredible program coming up next week as well. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.